Welcome, everyone, to episode 376 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. And I'm Will. Will. Yes. Have you ever had a shit day, week, month, or year? Yeah, I've felt all of those. <laughs> yeah, okay, well, uh, <laughs> we are going to be talking about comfort games, the games you play when you've had a bad day, week, month, year, couple days, what have you. Uh, because we've had a, a kind of a tough week in our household. Um, will, I will let you, our households, I should say, I will, I'll let you uh, start the story because you were kind of there at the be- the beginning of all of this, right? Yeah. Um, so should I start from the preceding weeks? or? Uh, I... Yeah, I mean, those of, the, of you that have listened to the show for a while know that our dad had cancer a few years back. Yes. Um, it went away for a little bit. It came back. And then in. So he went through a second round of chemo in. Was it May? It was before April? May. April. Because May is when he went to go get his surgery. Well, that's what I mean. I, for his surgery, it was in May, right? Yeah. So that was the beginning of May that he went to go get his surgery. So he went he went to Indianapolis to have a, a lengthy surgery to remove the like scar tissue and what was left of the tumors and stuff. Correct, yeah. Uh, uh, long recovery from that, so go ahead. Yes, so he had a long recovery, had a lot of PT that he had to go through, um, all that stuff. And about three weeks ago, I want to say at this point, maybe four, uh, I think it was three, the, um, he was having issues where uh, he got to the point where he could walk. He was fine. He was slow, but, you know, he was, fu- like, functioning fine. Uh, but it got to the point where... Um, his leg had swollen had swollen so much that he couldn't really walk anymore and he was in a lot of pain and whatnot uh long story short it was infected um so the uh the infection had ruined pretty much ruined his ability to walk around uh normally um he had to use a walker he was in a lot of pain he couldn't sleep couldn't really eat uh so on and so forth so we had taken him to the er and for appointments like three or four times within the last two weeks and uh you know he was sent home every time they said they were doing research on what was going on um meanwhile his right leg was swollen to the point of um not being unrecognizable but like it was very obviously swollen badly uh and it was kind of pushing to his other leg too uh and lo and behold uh last friday our mom had to rush him up to the er up in syracuse to get looked at and they had to admit him and do an emergency surgery to kind of uh quell the infection yeah Um, they almost didn't admit him there was one nurse that uh, who we have to give credit to. I wish we could come up uh, come up with their name. I don't think Mom remembered it. Yeah, she um, didn't tell us. Yeah, but she uh, she was the one that brought uh, Dad's issues to the attention of the doctor that was there, mm-hmm. and was concerned about it enough to raise a stink. 
So uh, and yeah, thank you to her for doing that. Yeah, because uh, if not, he wouldn't he wouldn't be around. Right Probably now. not. Probably um, the the infection was very severe. It was like what a six hour surgery, six plus hour surgery. Um, but he had also lost blood to the because he had had a, a stint put in in his artery or vein in his leg, mm-hmm. uh, and that had been leaking blood. They think the entire time, right? Since I was when he started. Mom, mom told me that it could have been from the time that it was put yeah. in, or it could have happened in June, July, August. Okay, it could, could have happened, happened later at any point but it the worst like worst case it happened immediately after right so he had lost a lot of blood through that to the point where even before they did the surgery they had to give him 11 units of blood which is a crazy amount of blood yeah it was um i actually talked to our uncle about that and he said he wasn't sure if it was 11 he thinks it might have been 11 from the time that he first had blood pumped into and had blood blood continually pumped into him within the next like three days yeah uh, but either way they were concerned with how little blood he had in his system yeah they said he was in shock because it was so low Um, yeah yeah so he had that and he's been uh recovering and the issue was they weren't sure if after the surgery and they got him up on his own if he was going to a you know recover but eventually be fine uh b he would have to get his leg amputated in case the blood flow wasn't uh, working going to his leg or see if they couldn't get the infection under control. It could be fatal. Yeah. Um, as of right now, he's recovering fine. Uh, yeah. He's improving a lot. The nurses are actually really happy, uh, but the doctors do say he's not out of the woods because um, sure. infections can strike at any moment. Um, and just as of right now, everything seems to be trending in the, the good direction, but yeah. It's been, we've been pretty much in the hospital a bunch since yeah, Friday it, or Saturday. It's, it's also not the hospital that's right here in town. It's a, about an hour and 15 or 20 minutes north of us in Syracuse. So yeah, um, it's been, it, it's, it's harder to get up there. You know, you can't just pop up there for, for a few minutes here and there to see how he's doing. You know, it's a, it's a length, you know, a fairly lengthy commute enough that it's, you know, not easy to get up there. Yeah, I think on Tuesday when we had our draft. I know I was there from like 2 until 9.30. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it's been, it's been really stressful, difficult. Um, there's a lot going on with all of it, and it's yep. just it sucks right now. But as of right now, it looks like he's getting better. But Yeah. Um, so me and Will were talking, because we went up together on Saturday. Uh, and we were talking that we probably wouldn't get to Life is Strange this week, so that's probably going to be next week. Uh, and we did, we figured at that point uh, a good episode to do would be comfort games. Yep. Um, <laughs> because we were both talking about the games we were going to play uh, when we got home to kind of kind of uh, rest our minds and and take our minds off of things. So yeah, and feel better. Yes. So that's today's topic. Do you have anything you want to tease for later on in the episode, Will? Yeah, I've been playing Forza Horizon 4. Nice. Uh, I've been playing the two things that I've been going back and forth on. I've been that and um, Dragon Ball Fighters. Those are the okay. two things that I've really, really kind of gone all in on playing. Um, I know, Dan, we talked about all the comfort games that we we're going to end up playing. I didn't get to any of the ones that I like really wanted to play. Yeah. Um, but you know, I did. I did end up playing some things this week. It was hard okay. to pay attention to like schoolwork and stuff like that. 
So the only things that were like comforting for me was being able to play like Forza Horizon and yeah, like I could yeah. be distracted enough. Yeah. Um, I mean, I did play the one of the games I have on on my list, uh, but I also will talk very very briefly about Life is Strange too. Uh, like I said, that episode will most likely be next week. I'm assuming Will and Corey will be able to get to it. We I didn't even play anymore. Um, my wife and I did the our the, last week's rookie camp on the first hour of it, um, and haven't played it since then. So, yeah, I'll get to it. I actually don't have class Monday or Tuesday. I just found. Oh, out. that's right. It's it um mid semester break. Oh, Columbus Day. Yeah, they don't want to give Columbus any credit. <laughs> They call it mid-semester break, even though it's like week five of school. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I'll talk a little bit about that, but not get too much into detail, because hopefully we'll be doing a spoiler-filled episode on it next week. So, Uh, Okay, Will, first first game on your your comfort games list. Yeah. I've also also got a couple honorable mentions, too. I will say that. Uh, Stuff I read other people saying that they played for comfort games. So talk a little bit about those, too. There's a couple different paths I go down for when I'm looking for a comfort game. There's sometimes where I want to get lost. Uh, like the general theme, our game, I replay games is what I do. Yeah, um, I something never familiar, something familiar, something safe to me. Um, and it kind of really depends on what mood I'm in. There's the I want to get lost in a story comfort game for me, where I just want to be completely distracted. And there's the mindless. Um, aspect to a comfort game so the mindless ones would be dynasty warriors um i always play dynasty warriors games when uh i kind of want mindless distraction from mm-hmm. uh for comfort so i play dynasty warriors 8 mainly because that's the one that i can play the easiest and it's the most accessible uh so i would say dynasty warriors 8 is the the one that i would pick out of all of them so that's my that's my first one. It's just it's so easy to play, and I just hack and slash my way through armies and kind of pay attention to Chinese lore for a couple hours, and then yeah. that's kind of how that's kind of what I do. Yeah, I mean, for the most part, when I was reading this, the the general thing everyone said for their comfort games was something that's familiar. There was one person who who uh, was in a comment section of something that I was reading. Said that they for they'll play whatever game, current game they're currently playing. So okay, uh, whether that could be a new game to them, but they just said they they will just focus on whatever they're playing. And that was the only person uh, I saw say that out of what I read. Um, mm-hmm. Everyone else seemed to seem to fall back on a familiar game. So the first game on my list is the one I'm playing, the one I talked about. Uh, I talked about with Will that I just wanted to go home and and play. It's Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Um, I adore that game. It's going to be in the top five of my list when, when we redo it for episode 400, I guess. Um, yeah, I, I just whenever and now nowadays, whenever I, I have a bad day or whatever, I just want to just get lost in breath of the wild. Cause I love that game so much. And uh, there's so much you can do. Um, there's still stuff despite me having put 170 hours into it at this point, things that I haven't seen, things that I didn't see my, my first time I played through it. Um, but even like if I just need to collect items, I can just wander around and collect things. I don't have to, I don't have to fight even in master mode, which, you know, the battling is a bit more stressful. Um, there's not really a ton of that if you don't want there to be. So, Mm -hmm. uh, definitely breath of the wild. And I did read breath of the wild was on a lot of other people's lists too. 
So yeah, I'm gonna say now it's on one of mine, or it's on my list as well. Uh, the cool thing with Breath of the Wild is it it does the two things that I want in my comfort games. Either a has a story that you can kind of get lost in, like a world you can get lost in, but it also has that mindless aspect to it too, because you can just dive into this game, do a few mindless, mundane things, and then uh, dip out if you want if you're you know busy. So Breath of the Wild is kind of like the perfect game for this list. Yeah, and like I said, it made it made a few people's lists, so yeah, um, I was happy to see that. Uh, next on my list is Stardew Valley. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and we also got a feedback about that, which I'm gonna I'm gonna read right now because it's okay. it's, it's my thoughts about the game to a T. Uh, let me just call it up here. I meant to call it up before we started, but of course I didn't. Uh, it was from Tate, and he actually wrote in like a full feedback. Uh, and then when he saw what our topic was, he wrote like an addendum uh, about mm-hmm. Stardew Valley um, and how it was his go-to comfort game. Uh, so I'm just waiting for that to load up. Yeah, because uh, my internet connection is very stressed out right now because there's two TVs, the kids' TVs upstairs on, hockey's on upstairs, uh, two Skype, two two Skype calls. It's got a it, lot going on. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. I expect catastrophic failure at some point. Yeah, at least a couple times. So, um, it wouldn't be a podcast if not at this point. No, uh, he says, uh, "Sorry, here's an addition to my feedback. I just barely noticed on to- on Twitter the topic for this week. My comfort game is 100% definitely Stardew Valley. Every time I play, I'm so relaxed and just feel so good about everything. The gameplay is great. I feel productive without stress." And the music is God's gift to the world. Stardew Valley equals comfort. Taterade out. Uh, totally. Tate. Yeah. Um, even even when I'm not stressed out, uh, when I load up Stardew Valley and hear the the intro music, you just like melt. You know, yeah. you just you just melt. You turn into putty. It's so it's like so it's familiar and it's so kind of soothing to hear that intro because it's yep. like it's just so peaceful. Yep. It's a very happy game. I have read people of people getting or saying that Stardew Valley is not a relaxing or de-stressing game that that stresses them out. Really? Um, yeah, yeah. I, I'm surprised to hear that um, because, I, but I, it's those people that feel like they have to go, go, go all the time. Yeah, I guess. Um, whereas for me, like you know, if you want to just take your time and clear a field, like you don't have to do anything during the day, you know. You could just want you could fish all day if you wanted. Like the, those are probably the same people who don't do well, like kind of organizing. That might be yeah. the wrong words, but like they don't do well handling like free time and like organization and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. So they, yeah, that's uh, very high on my list. Mm-hmm. Um, I ended up only putting about three games on my list. Uh, three things that I commonly go go to when I when i get stressed out or have a bad day yeah it's mostly food (laughs) unfortunately for me too it is also food yeah it's worth noting i ate 90 pizza rolls in two sittings Mm -hmm. over the weekend so yep i also hit up the pizza rolls myself (laughs) yep (laughs) uh go ahead will what do you got next yeah so my next one's skyrim Mm-hmm. Uh, I kind of, you know, as much as I crap on this game on this podcast and, you know, speak ill of it, uh, I always return to it and we all return to it. It's We've all been playing Skyrim since 2011, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, we will continue playing Skyrim, probably even after the next Elder Scroll games comes out. Um, it's just one of those. It's one of those game worlds that you just get lost in, and it you literally can do whatever. There's storylines that you can. If you don't want to do the main storyline, you can screw around in any of the cities and like do some small quests. Um, you can explore. You can find cool things. Like it's just there's so much variance to uh, Skyrim and how you can play it and what you can do. You can make your character any way that you want it. Um, it's just a fun world to get lost in. And like with the fall kind of hitting right now, you know it's getting a little bit colder. It's kind of mm-hmm. nice to be able to stay stay inside and explore the snowy white uh mountains of skyrim yeah absolutely and not have to freeze your buns off yeah actually explore the snowy mountains exactly (laughs) yep that would that was a game that was on a lot of other people's lists too will uh skyrim was on there a lot that i saw the witcher 3 was on there a lot which i was kind of surprised by okay um but it's it's like you said earlier with the the open world yeah, uh, being able to just lose yourself in a well-crafted world, and that's that's something a lot of people went for. Um, yeah, pretty much like any RPG you can imagine. I I saw people uh, put Mass Effect on there uh, because again, you know, uh, it was more the character Commander Shepard that they were like, yeah, uh, you know, uh, because I feel so powerless now, I like being able to be a, a badass like Commander Shepard. Uh, that really helps me get through stressful times. So. Yeah, Mass Effect is another... actually another series that I have on my list for that exact oh not that exact okay. reasoning that you can be you know you're powerless, but that's mm-hmm. actually a really good point. It's just like being able to be Commander Shepard and build relationships within uh, a crew is just another thing that I like. And being able like space is really one of my most like is like the topic I'm most interested in because it's so like abstract everything out there. So being able to like explore it in a game world with a crew uh it's just really cool and you know adding the the cool abilities and combat to it it's something that i kind of it's an easy world for me to get lost into with a lot of stories and a lot of like relationship stuff that you can you know build with your different crewmates and so on and so forth yeah uh idaho jake says he's modding skyrim right now yeah <laughs> there we so, go <laughs> there you go yeah we will continue to play skyrim until god knows when yeah. Uh, so the next game on my list is Crusader Kings 2. Mm. Uh, and more specifically, as of recently, it's the Game of Thrones mod for Crusader Kings 2, which is very, very good. Okay. Uh, but that's a game that is familiar, but at the same time, there's enough to it that even though I've played it for, I think, over 200 hours at this point, I'm still learning tips and tricks. Um, and it never plays out the same way twice, not even close. Just there's so many different systems interacting, acting with each other. And it really is like the butterfly effect in mm-hmm. games where any tiny little thing you do sends a ripple across the rest of the game. And it, it never ends up working out the same way twice. Um, things rapidly change and, uh, but yeah, the, the music too if 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 anyone's played crusader kings 2 out there you know the music is is very um they it seems like they play the same song for like an hour and then it switches i know it's not that long but you know when the music switches and you're like oh it's a new song and it's another excellent like relaxing song yeah um so yeah that's that's the last game on my on my list it's good stuff 
That's one I actually have never, never, never played. I think that's out of my my realm of not comprehension, but it, there's a lot to that game that I don't know if I'd be able to. It is a lot because I not only do you have to learn all the game systems, but you have to learn like uh, feudal politics, like levels of government and stuff, and it's different depending on where you are in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, I had to like learn how medieval society was in addition to the systems in the game. It was, it was fantastic. Yeah. Very rewarding. But, uh, I, it took me 20 hours to just like learn how to play the game at the most basic level. <laughs> yeah. Understand it. Yep. <clears throat> okay, yeah. What, el- what else you got? Will? uh, another one fallout three. It's another game. I keep, uh, replaying kind of the same trend as my other ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fallout 3 is one of my favorite games ever, uh, and it's just something really, really fun to go back to and kind of explore a destroyed capital wasteland. And it's kind of funny because you'd think that the world is so destroyed and depressed, and like you're, you know, when you're playing these comfort games, it's like you're, you're bumming, you know? Yeah. Uh, so, but for whatever reason, like it's kind of cool being able to explore the wasteland even when I'm when I'm bumming, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's another one on, on my list as well. That one I saw a fair amount of times too. And again, it had to do with you know losing yourself in a world. Yep. You know, if you want to go slaughter raiders, you can go slaughter raiders. If you want to collect junk, like Corey puts it, you can go collect junk. Especially in Fallout Four. S- some people love that. Yeah. <laughs> just kind of hoard things for or, yeah. hours yeah it, it, that's another thing in skyrim too like if you want to fill out an entire house with cheese wheels or cabbages you can do that and it's fun mm-hmm. i i mean <laughs> i never tried it myself but a, a lot of people did that it's one of those cool things to see other people do and yeah. you're like oh yeah, that's like, interesting <laughs> what what depths of insanity has this person gone through that they just wanted to fill a house with cabbages yeah <laughs> Or cheese wheels. Or cheese wheels, yeah. Is it Wisconsin? Must be. I don't know. <laughs> so, do you have any more games? Because I have uh, honorable mentions. Yeah, I have a couple more that I can uh, mention here, real quick. Uh, Final Fantasy Tactics is my favorite game of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one that I always go back to. And I try to play it yearly, but, you know, the story in that game is really easy to get lost into because it's pretty in my opinion it's one of the more complex Final fantasy stories yeah um, definitely i know it's kind of like the good versus evil but the whole religion like factor added to it and the, the 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 corruption aspect added to all the characters and all those sorts of sorts of sorts of story elements that they have into it is all something that i really like it's you can get lost into you can kind of build characters how you want grind uh, all those things are pretty easy and standard in rpgs but it's something that i really really you know get into um that's about it really okay um so i wrote down a couple games that i i saw a lot in on people's lists uh, the first being diablo 3 i almost um, put that on there Diablo 3 was on there a lot and for a lot of the same reasons that we talked about, but also um, kind of the simplicity of it. You know, Eric always joked that it, you just mash on the, the click button, which and it's That is kind of what it is. I mean, there's a little more to it than that, but uh, it's 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 goes along too with your your especially on the lower difficulty levels with your your mindless thing with Dynasty Warriors. Well, yeah. You know, you just slaughter endless waves of enemies, and and when does that not feel good? You know, 
Mm-hmm. Especially yeah. with how how cool some of the effects are for the abilities and stuff. Like it's it's a you know it's a nice nice to look at game. Yeah, you're literally slaughtering demons. Yeah, you know one of the most evil things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's it's something. It I it's that mindless constant slaughter that kind of it's super easy to get your mind off of everything. Yeah. Um. One thing I saw a lot of and surprised me uh, because I've kind of hinted at this before uh, Overwatch, but it was specifically the mystery heroes mode, really, uh, which I've talked about before. That's the one where every time you die, you spawn as a random hero. That is by far my favorite way to play Overwatch. And I saw that three or four times, which was enough to uh, for me to make a, a note of it. Um, because there was three or four people who swore, you know, swore by the specific mode in Overwatch, which is I don't believe it's that popular of a mode. Um, but yeah, it was it, it was specific enough that I felt like I had to mention it. it. It's funny because I thought you and I were the only ones that kind of swore by it. Yeah, <laughs> because of how much we, we we enjoy it. But it's good to see other people online kind of are able to play it and kind of feel that same way, you know. Yeah, I just thought that was weird because I I didn't see anyone just say Overwatch. I saw a few like different MOBAs on there that people play just because of the familiarity thing. Uh, I saw Smite a few times. I don't think I saw any Dota or or, or League of Legends. Well, you get um, raged there, at. Yeah, yeah. Um, th- but there's a few MMOs on there too. Um, but v- like I said, very specifically, I saw the Overwatch Mystery Heroes, mm-hmm. which I thought was cool. Uh, yeah, no, I, just, I love that I pick. Did see Fortnite on there a fair amount. Um, I'm not surprised. Yeah, I'm not surprised either. I mean, it's the most popular game in the world right now. Uh, people play it with their friends, so if you have a bad day, you group up with your friends, and it's it's a really fun game. Uh, I know I don't play it. I know Will doesn't play it, but it's not because it's not fun. I just there's other things I want to play. You know, if we kind of played the same game uh that we um that those repetitive online competitive games um if we kind of continuously played them we wouldn't have time for any anything yeah any, anything else that's right that's that's a large reason why i don't even like a game like mario kart 8 which is actually the, my last uh honorable mention because i saw that a lot uh, i don't I, you know i don't tr- play that online much because it, it takes away from me playing new things like tomb raider and i'm already trying to break away from breath of the wild and I can't. So if I had something else like Mario Kart 8 or like Fortnite, I wouldn't play other things at all. Mm-hmm. You know what, Dan? There's something to racing. Because um, Forza Horizon 4, I thought about putting on my list because that game makes you feel good when you're yeah. when you're down. <laughs> I love racing games, too. Um, I'm the only one that openly says, you know, I, I actually like racing games. I know you like the Horizon games, uh, Forza yeah. Horizon. Um, but yeah, yeah, I mean, I actually generally like racing games, um, Mario Kart included, uh, or generally rally games. But uh, yeah, Forza Horizon games are amazing. I, I, I'm going to play the uh, Forza Horizon 4 at some point. Um, I'm going to do the month of the Xbox Games Pass and just play as much as I can in that month. That is worth it. Yeah. So, uh, But yeah, the last game on my honorable mentions list, Mario Kart 8, I saw that quite a bit on there. Yeah. Um, it's it's just fun, and actually, I don't I, I don't know if I talked about this, but uh, with the new Nintendo Switch Online thing, they you could do voice chat with randoms with people really? you're playing against, and apparently, it's like super civil. <laughs> the Mario Kart, which I never expected, because I know 
Uh, I don't usually get angry at games, uh, but I get angry when things don't go my way in Mario Kart. Not that I would ever curse into the voice chat, but everything I've read said everyone's been like super nice, super supportive, super civil. Uh, so that's nice to hear um, because that'd be awful if you know if you're, <laughs> you're getting it, 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 out. yeah if if game game reporters you know were getting cursed out on Mario Kart by by 12 year olds you know that would be terrible yeah um, but they're probably not playing that they're probably playing Fortnite so yep definitely it's either the youngins or people my age who generally know better <laughs> hopefully yeah I not actually, all of us know better but i actually thought about Dan just saying Nintendo games yeah that there is to an extent because there was there was a few of the Mario games on there like a lot of people played Mario Galaxy. Yep. Um, what else did I see? I don't think I saw any Splatoon's. Uh, I saw someone say Borderlands. Well, yep. I, I I specifically wanted to list Breath of the Wild. I didn't want to lump that into the Nintendo game category because it is so different than anything else Nintendo's done. Yeah, and it really deserves its own its own spot on the list. Because, like, yeah, I can include all the, like, Mario Odyssey and um, the past Mario games and, like, uh, Splatoon and stuff like that. But I kind of wanted to give Breath of the Wild its own props. Yeah, definitely. Uh, And that's all I have, Will, if you have anything else you want to add in before we move on. No, that's, that's it for me. Yeah, I mean, games are a great way to escape, so... um. That's why I felt like this was kind of an easy topic to do anyway, you know? Mm-hmm. All right, so let's get into nibble bits. Will, do you have any nibble bits? I do, Dan. I have a couple here. Right. Uh, speaking of Stardew Valley, the co-op update on Switch should be ready uh, sometime soon. I so, Yeah, I heard that. That's awesome. That's exciting. We still have to do Dragon Bay Farm, Corey. Yes, we do. Does everyone have it on the Switch? I know we all have it on PC, but I would prefer to do it on the Switch. I would bet Corey would be on board doing it on the Switch. Yeah, I'm sure he wouldn't mind spending another 15 bucks on Stardew Valley for the Switch. I'll ask him in our in our group message if he wants to do that. Can we do it? Is it all, or is it only local co-op on the Switch? Let me look at here real quick, Dan. Um, yeah, they're in the Q&A testing phase to work out bugs and whatnot. Should be ready for the... I think it's what the, the PC version has. Okay, everything. so online. Because I feel like they would say... Other, it would be said at some point, right? Yeah, I would think so. That Yeah, it's only local co-op. Okay, so yeah, I'm assuming... Wait, so co- Yeah, no, I think it should be multiplayer co-op. Okay. So that's my first nibble bit. That's exciting. Um, so Sony apparently had leaked their uh, free games of November a little bit early because the ones in October literally just came out. Um, mm-hmm. But it's looking like Yakuza Ku- Kuwami. Mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not big on the, the Yakuza game, so I could be wrong with the pronunciation or the game. Uh, and then Bulletstorm Full Clip Edition is the other one. Um, mm-hmm. Those are the PS4 games as of right now. So, okay. Um, I think Bulletstorm's pretty good, right? Um, I've never played one, but I, mean, I know people like them. Bulletstorm games. Okay. Uh, and last but not least, Stan, I hope you didn't have this one. I don't know. 
uh, if you did, it can tie a uh, transition into yours. But rumor, new Nintendo Switch coming in 2019. Yeah, what are the? Do, uh, do you know the specifics? Is uh, it just has, like a refresh? Has plans to uh, release an upgraded Nintendo Switch console at some point in the second half of 2019. According mm-hmm. to the report, the new unit will be compatible with all ex- existing software, but will feature upgraded display hardware similar to that used in modern smartphones. Mm. Um, though the report mentions that Nintendo are now expected to uh, adopt Apple's recently integrated OLED technology. Okay. Um, so it's not impossible to imagine Nintendo releasing an upgraded version of the successful hybrid console, given their history of re, uh, re-releasing previous handheld consoles, such as the Game Boy, blah, 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 blah. So it just seems like you're going to be getting a better better screen on the Switch. Yeah, uh, I actually things. I saw a mock-up that someone did uh, that was a Nintendo Switch with very slim bezels, and it looked awesome. Slim bezels. Because you know how you see like a TV with just the smallest little bezels and it looks like so modern and futuristic. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was a Switch with just very slim bezels around the outside and it it looked so good. Okay. I was was surprised at how I'm like, I want that right now. So maybe that's kind of what they're going for. Yeah, I mean, are you going to get an upgraded Switch if you if when it comes out? Uh, it depends. It, um, I'll, I'm interested. If it is the one with the slim bezels, I'll definitely, I'll be interested at the very least. But if there's not really much of an upgrade other than a little bit of a display upgrade, then it's probably not not worth it for me. When do you think they announce this? Are they going to do it at one of their random directs, or do you think they wait until like a big conference? If it's supposed to be something that's coming out late 2019 that i would guess it's probably going to be at like e3 okay next year that's probably a safe bet if i had to guess is there any big um game conferences and all packs maybe do they do packs there's packs all over the place i I can't remember whatever that one i know packs east is um it's because it's right around easter because uh, we always meet we've meant to go since we started this podcast and we never could because it was mm. right around easter yeah so and that's in Boston, but I'm just just curious if they would if would they have a short release window from the time that they announce it? Because what it's in June, July. I think so. If it's if it's only like a upgraded version of the current Switch, it's not as big of a deal than than like a Switch 2.0. You know? Yeah. It's like they um, do with the 3ds's. Gotcha. All right. Um, that's it for my nibble bits, though, Dan. All right. I've got a couple here. Uh, the first one is that Telltale has finally laid off the last of its remaining employees. Uh-huh. They've kept a few people on to tie up some loose ends with some of the projects they were working on. Um, but as far as I know, as of today, they were, they were all laid off. Um, but yeah, well before all their work was finished. So sad news. Yikes. Surpri- I... Surprising. I just, I just feel like Telltale was... They were on top of the world like two years ago. Yeah, I don't know what happened? I keep meaning to read like the the downfall of Telltale. There's been multiple articles about it. I just haven't had the the opportunity to read up on it. I would like a documentary. Oh, maybe there will be a doc documentary. Because I don't like reading, <laughs> <laughs> so I like being visualized everything. Yeah. That makes it yeah, easier see, I, for my dumb face. See, I prefer to skim things. Like, I hate when I click on something that sounds interesting on, like, GameStop. 
uh, GameSpot, I'm sorry, and it's a video, or IGN, and it's a video instead of an article. Because, mm-hmm. like, I can't sit and watch a video, but I can skim an article in, like, 30 seconds and get all the main points of it, you know? Yeah. Uh, and then my next nibble bit, uh, probably not probably not my last. I'm going to go scroll through uh, a few others to see if I can pick up something else. But that this, the Chronicles of Narnia is being developed by Netflix for films and series. Really? Uh, which is awesome because I love Chronicles of Narnia. Yeah, Chronicles of Narnia is awesome. I like the first movie. The second movie is okay. Voyage of the Dawn Treader is not great. That could have been better. Um, but I, I, I do love the books. So Yeah. Very excited about that. One of the few book series I have ever read was the Chronicles of Narnia. So oh, the whole series. I th- want to say I read. Uh, I I definitely did two books. Don't mm. remember the third one as much. Yeah. So I read read them all and listened to the audiobooks too. Um, oh wow! The last one, uh, who that the, the name I can't remember at this point, uh, was done by Patrick Stewart, which was awesome. Oh, there's another one. Yeah. I didn't know that. Um, I'm going to look it up because I'm, it's going to bother me. Chronicles of Narnia books. Um, it's the last battle is the one. Okay. So, uh, yeah, great, great stuff. I'm just going to scroll through here, see if there's anything else. Um, Oh, Google unveils game streaming project. I don't know if you heard about this, but it's game streaming through a browser. I did see that. And they're going to start tests soon with Assassin's Creed Odyssey if you get accepted into the into the program. So that's Are you going to try and join? Yeah, actually. I think I'm, I think I'm going to. Now, do you get Assassin's Creed Odyssey for free to test it? Yeah, I mean, I guess forever, however long the the beta test runs for. That um, would be a good way to play the game. Yeah, definitely. Because that's reviewing really well, so... Out of nowhere, too, mind you. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so... This is a weird one, and I don't know if you saw this, Will, but Alexander Ovechkin is going to be in World of Warships. Huh. Yeah. What? what? <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know why, Um but they have him as like a like a commander and then they have um like skins for ships that are like Washington Capitals skins. And they have him in wearing a bunch of like admirals uh admiral um uniform. Yeah. It's it's bizarre. If anyone's interested, look look that up because it's 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 hilarious and and it's a weird crossover but um, that, very, very cool. <laughs> that that's cool. But it's a very bizarre crossover. Yeah, I'm gonna see if I can find this. It's 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 interesting. Uh, let's see. Oh yeah, okay, I see it. So outside of that, Will, how was your week? Oh, Dan. Other than kind of what we discussed, that's kind of what what I've been doing the whole time. Um, played a little video games. Uh, worked. Yeah, that's that's really it. I've had a very, other than the one thing that we talked about earlier, I've been I've had a very uneventful week. Yeah, uh, it's been kind of survival mode for us this week. Um, we had illness in our house in addition to everything that was going on with dad. Um, house stuff too. Uh, 
there's not really any updates I can give. It's just still like back the back and forth. Now we're at the point where we need to do the back and forth on uh, between us and the sellers about credits and stuff they're going to fix before we before we have the closing and, and move in. So mm-hmm. uh, that's where, where we're at now. Our mortgage and everything was was officially approved. Um, I think the appraisal hey, has into it. So yeah, uh, so we're getting closer. Um, still no time frame on like when when the closing would be. Uh, the preliminary schedule for the closing was at the end of October. I think it was like the 29th. Uh, I don't know if we're going to get there or not. Probably depends on a lot of things. I think we have because uh, because our mortgage was approved. We have to be everything has to be done by the middle of November. Okay. So that would probably be the latest um, if everything goes through still. So yeah, not so too many updates on that. You're just trying to get it done as fast as possible, right? I'm guessing. As fast, yeah. but as efficiently, I guess. You're yeah. Um, so there was a little bit of like water leakage uh, coming from the chimney in the in the house, so the sell- we're going to have the sellers fix that. And there's a few other minor things that we want them to give us money back for after the sales complete for us to fix on our or for me to fix uh, on the house before we move in some some minor things that uh, that I can take care of. So. Yeah, fun times. Yeah. But man, it'll be nice to get into a bigger house. I bet you can't wait. Yeah. Um God, anything? Uh I think I talked about it earlier but the for rookie camp this week, uh, I had Val play the first hour and 15 minutes or so of um The New Life is Strange. So, that's on our YouTube channel. If you're interested in watching that, uh, we will do, be doing the episode on Life is Strange next week. Couldn't couldn't get a chance to play it for this week's episode. So, yeah, I'm, uh, I want to watch it, but I can't until <laughs> I, I play. Yeah, it. yeah, you don't want to spoil anything for yourself. But um, so yeah, we're I just, have the episode next week. Real quick, I just want to yeah. ask you: thumbs up or thumbs down so far? Thumbs up so far, definitely. Okay, cool. Cool, yep. cool. And that's uh, like I said, hour, hour and fifteen minutes in. They're about halfway. Yeah, I don't know how long the episode's supposed to be. I never, never looked that up. So, because they're about two to three, I want to say. Um, I guess since we're rolling it right into what we played, I can talk a little bit about it. Yeah. Um, like I said, I'm not going to spoil anything. Um, I will say that it didn't take very long for me to get into the new characters. Okay. The new cast. Um, as far as I've been able to tell, there hasn't been any appearances from any other characters. I know some of the characters from captain spirit were supposed to make an appearance. They have not to this point. So I don't know when exactly that's going to happen, mm-hmm. uh, but it did not take long to get into the story and get into the new characters. Um, the music stands out as being very life is strange music. Uh, so there's, there's that too. Uh, one of the songs make me and my wife knew actually from the local radio station that we listened to. Really? So, uh, kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, it's, we listen to hundred point five, the drive, uh, alternative and indie rock music. Um, it's really good. Like I hate the radio with a passion, mm-hmm. um, but they play a lot of really good songs. So, uh, that's the only place around here. But probably you'll hear Blink and Green Green Day and uh, Weezer. They play a lot, um, and then they play a lot of like newer indie rock, like um, a band that I, me and my wife, started liking. AJR has a couple of really good songs on there. Um, there's one 
the interrupters. It's like a LA ska band uh, that they just started playing songs from and have gotten a lot of positive feedback about us. The interrupters. Interesting. So this is all part of the soundtrack. No, that's the stuff that they put on the radio on the radio station that we listen to here. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. Yeah. I, before that radio station came along, we hadn't had a good radio station in a long time. Yeah, it got it's all along. Yeah, it's all it's mostly country. There's a few country stations. There's classic rock, and then it's all like pop, modern pop music, which I don't like. So and trap music. Not even that. It's just mo- you know pop. <laughs> oh wow, they don't even play some trap. Oh, they do, but it's not like. Oh, I thought you were talking about like a rap radio station. Yeah. No. But yeah, they, they they anything popular they'd play. So they play an Ariana Grande, probably. Oh yeah, yeah, it's my girl. Yeah. Um. So yeah, aside from that, I played a lot of Breath of the Wild. I am currently doing uh, Divine Beast by Naboris. I'm just got to the boss, so that'll be my third Divine Beast on my Master Mode playthrough. I'll just have to do uh, the last one, the Fire Salamander one, whose name I keep forgetting. Um, but I've also been farming some stuff to upgrade my gear. Uh, I love that game. I won't talk any more about it, but God, so good. Yeah. The fire one was hard because it was hard to get there, if I remember yeah. correctly. Yep, it took me a long time to figure out how to be able to survive in the fire. It was definitely the last one I did. Which was one of the cool things about it, you know? I There's a lot of survival elements in that game. Yeah, you literally have no clue how to access certain areas because you can't either too cold or too hot. You've got to figure it out how to get there. God, that game is so good. Agreed. All right, Will, what'd you play? Uh, yeah, so I've been playing a lot of Dragon Ball Fighters. That game is too good. I kind of took a brief hiatus of it over the summer, but I'm back to playing it again, and I love it. I've been me- messing with my team a little bit. Um, with all the DLC out now, I now play as Super Saiyan Blue Goku. That's mm-hmm. what I lead off with. And then Android 17, and then uh, the Gohan version who beat Cell is, okay. is the one that I use. Uh, I don't use adult Gohan. Mm-hmm. He's a wimp compared to uh, young boy Gohan. So mm-hmm. that that's the team that I've been rolling with. And I've been having a lot of fun. I've been winning some games online, too, and ranked, which doesn't happen nice. with Mirthas and fighting games online. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. um, it's just so much fun to play. The auto combos make it easy. Um, Android 17 is really fun to play. This is my favorite Dragon Ball Z character. So uh, I just kind of have really... I have a really easy time playing him for some reason. You know some characters you just kind of you're good with? Yeah, oh yeah. Um, he's one in, uh, uh, Gohan, the Gohan that I use I'm also like really good with. Uh, for them. I mean, I, would, I shouldn't say really good because I'd get trounced by people who are actually good. But um, I have an easier time playing as. But the main thing that I've been playing is Forza Horizon 4. Um, yeah, the big big new release. That Would that come out like a week and a half ago or something? Tuesday. Oh, it was just this Tuesday. Yep, I actually oh, wow. stayed up until it came out. Mm. That game is so good. Yeah. So I'm not very far. I'm only like maybe an hour into the game. So I don't know how much has changed comparatively to this game to the last game. The one thing they kind of play with in the beginning in the first like 10 minutes in the opening sequence is 
the season changes. So you'll be just you'll be driving and it'll be uh, fall and you get to see everything being, you know, fall like outside and then it goes winter and then it shows you driving in the winter with different vehicles and then it's spring and then it's summer and you kind of like it shows off all the different seasons right off the bat so you can kind of see how how different the game controls which is really cool because driving in the snow is just so radically different compared to like the like the fall and the spring mm-hmm. like spring and fall are kind of similar because it's kind of wet wet yeah wet outside so like those are the same but like when you're driving in the winter you're sliding all over you're going off the road you're crashing and then in the summer like you're driving pretty safe because there's really no hazards out there other than uh other drivers yeah uh so that's one thing another cool thing is you get a house in this game um hmm. i don't know if that was in the past ones but i don't uh, remember that from forza horizon 3 yeah i don't either so i think that's a new thing and that's where you kind of customize your character uh and so you just drive to your house and they give you a sweet house too it's like, it's like a mansion nice <laughs> uh so you go in there and you can you know upgrade your character change the clothes stuff like that change what they look like um and other than that so far what i've been playing like i've been doing races i've been doing the notoriety like events where you get popularity uh stuff like that getting new cars i wish i could tell you the cars that i'm using but i am not a car person at all <laughs> Yeah. So I have no idea what I'm actually using and driving with. I want to say one's an Audi. Mm. All right. Audi, uh, Audi TTC sounds oh, familiar. TT. Uh, Audi TT, yeah. Okay, so I, I think it's that's... It's a little, little two-door coupe. Yep, that sounds familiar. So that's mm. that's what I'm driving. Um, cool. I also have another car, but I don't know what it is. But it's really... It's a phenomenal game. It's just... I don't even play it for more than, like, an hour. But, like... It's fun to play like 15 minutes, do a couple of races and then dip out and then go do something else. Like that's what's awesome about it. And I really love the game so far. It's getting the praise it's getting is worth it. Yeah, I've I've heard that from everyone I've I've uh, read that has has played it. Everyone loves it. Um, one thing that I know is new in this game is it's a fully shared world. It's the same world for all players. Uh, which really? is new from Forza Horizon, the previous games. So um, that's interesting. I, I'm interested to see how all that works. Is the world just like that big that it can have all those players and in the same time? It's really big. Yeah, uh, I know. I haven't. I've literally only done. I like you can discover roads, and I've only discovered 33 roads so far. Um, and I'm literally in one tiny corner of the map. That's. Okay kind of where i've been hanging out right now i kind of this is kind of the game where you can just go on a drive so i'm thinking maybe after a podcast tonight i'm just gonna get into my audi tt and just drive london or well england and just kind of see what's what's going on because it is a very big world yeah cool yeah i i highly recommend it i'm not a car person at all i kind of think people I, I don't value cars as high as other people. I've never really cared what people drive, but even I like this game. Yeah. So that, that says a lot to, uh, what is it, Playground? Play Dead? Playground? Playground, I think. Yep. Yeah, Playground. I can't wait to see what they do with a Fable game. Holy oh, crap. I know. I know. <laughs> Their attention to detail is, is superb. Yeah, it is unmatched. So I recommend everybody check it out. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anything else, Will? No, um, that's that's it. Okay. All right, feedback. We I know we got some feedback this week. Ooh, good. Yeah. 
So I will start with Tate's feedback um, since I've already got that all called up. And I know I have one on Facebook too. So, all right. So Tate says, sup guys, I was watching some videos from old E3s or other places where games were announced and everyone lost their shit. They were so excited. It got me thinking about game announcements that made me lose my shit with excitement. In order of excitement uh, slash freakout level, here are my top five games I lost my shit to. Side note, this does not reflect my feelings about how the games actually turned out, good or bad, just reflects my <laughs> excitement for the announcements of said games. Uh, so number one was Halo 4. Number two was Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. Number mm. three was Halo 3. Number four was Halo 2, and five was Star Wars Battlefront. Uh, as I got more and more into the Halo story, I got more excited for each game that was coming out. Uh, Battlefront, I was so stoked for a few years ago, and what a shit show that turned out to be. Mm-hmm. I was a huge fan of Call of Duty 4, Modern Warfare, and I played so much of it that when they announced Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, I went crazy. I was so excited for how they would use... Uh, that same world of Call of Duty and make it even better. Now, when the announcement for Halo 4 came out, I almost cried. Not even kidding. I was so excited to play that game and continue my nostalgia for the story of the Master Chief. Those are some great moments and announcement. And when an announcement comes out that you either wanted really bad or one that you weren't expecting for another year or so, and it happens. Can you guys remember any announcements of games over the years that made you guys lose your shit at all? Have a good one, gents. Taterade out. Man, so game that we've lost it to yeah that's a good question what game announcement blew your mind i'm trying to think of all the years that we've done this what i've come on here and said guys i am most excited for this i mean i i've got to say uh no man's sky when they (laughs) announced that everybody lost their crap yeah we all and did for that one. The 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 trailer for it was was unbelievable, and it made it look like it was going to be the greatest thing since sliced bread. You know, I mean, realistic or, or recently thinking like Final Fantasy VII remake, I was like, oh my god! But like, mm-hmm. we haven't seen anything. Yeah, for it. I mean, th- this is just based on the announcement itself. When the announcement was made, how excited were you? Yeah, I was. I was pumped for that one. So that's one. Um, there's got to be others, though. Yeah, I'm trying to think of ones uh, from back in the day. I know I was really excited um, when Mistwalker announced Blue Dragon. Mm-hmm. I was really, really pumped for because that were they were uh, former former Final Fantasy people. Yeah, uh, like I said, way back in the day, and obviously the game ended up being a crushing disappointment for me. But I was really excited when they announced that. So. I'm I'm trying to come up with some other some other ones. Yeah, it, it is hard. Remember, and I know I was excited for all the Halo games too. Uh, I'm in the same boat. Uh, I did really like the story, Halo Three especially, uh, because it oh, was yeah. the first one on the th- on the 360 uh, with all the awesome online capabilities. I knew I would be sinking a lot of time into that. Um, I was also living on my own at the time, so I just played Halo when I got home from work. I played when I got home from work. I played Halo and I drank. Ba- drank beers for months that's all i did <laughs> <laughs> nothing wrong with that no not at all um yeah i mean i was really excited when world at war got announced way back in the day uh i know there's more i know there's something that if you told me that i was excited for i'd be like oh yeah you're right 
Uh, throwing one out there, Star Wars Galaxies. Okay. Announced, and I don't even know if I found out about it by like a traditional game announcement. Um, but when I found out about it, I was like, oh my God, a Star Wars MMORPG. Like, this is going to be amazing. And it turned out it was for a while until they simplified it and made it awful. Still hell, hold a grudge about that. <laughs> yeah. I'll never forget the Star Wars Galaxy episode that we that we had a lengthy star Wars galaxies episode. Oh yeah. It was a like, long one. It's like five and a half hours. Wasn't it? Yeah. That was the oh. five and a half hour episode. David Boston wanted a marathon episode and he got it. I'll never forget it. Cause we had Chris on because we knew he, Chris... play, he was the one that played the most with me. Like we played that game religiously for months, uh-huh. months. Well, and I, I remember because mom actually let me go into school late the next day because I was up to like three, four. Yeah, that was a late, that was a late one. Because <laughs> we got uh, Skylark after. Oh, that's right. I forgot we did that. Yep. <laughs> oh, crap. That's right. I don't. I don't. I wasn't driving at the, that point. I don't think so. I have no, no. idea how I got home, but uh, I think Corey brought you home. He was drunk though. Yeah, he probably was. You're right. Did our sister take you home? Maybe. He was still living here, right? Yeah, because mom wouldn't have come to get me at like two or three. I don't think so. And if she did, God bless her. Yeah. Because hey, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I honestly cannot remember for the life of me. No, I don't think I would have taken you home. Because you guys were definitely all drinking, because that was part of the reason yeah. why I went so late. Because Corey and Chris did the spoiler after of Skyrim. Oh, that's right. And they oh, were gosh. trying to trying to figure out how to end the podcast on on podcast. That's right, because I was I was somewhere else because I didn't we, want the ending spoiled for me. Yeah, you, me, and Eric were in the car. I think Eric. I know Eric drove us to Skylark. Okay. I think Eric might not have drank, but I know he didn't drive me home. So right. <laughs> Did you maybe stay with Corey and mom picked you up in the morning? That's probably what happened. Yeah. Or maybe he took you home in the morning after sleeping off his drunk. I wonder if mom would remember. She might. Because a, sure. a lot of those podcasts, like with the, the flood, I know dad very clearly remembers that one. <laughs> yeah, because he had a hell of a time trying to get home. <laughs> yep. So... So yeah, I mean, Star Wars Galaxy. Wait, we, had, we Star Wars Galaxies, right? For hype yep. game, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we went on a tangent there, but um, dang it, I'm try- uh, I got to at least come up with one more that I was really excited for. We were, were we here when were we doing this podcast when Mass Effect Three got announced? Um, I don't know, because that would be one regardless. I I would assume, yeah. I, I I don't know if it we when we if it was announced beforehand. I mean, we knew it was coming, I guess. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Anyway, that's a good that's a good question, Tate. Maybe we'll have to. I'll have to like think back another time. And, Definitely. Uh, see if I can come up with some other ones because that's a that's a great question. Um. Next is from Idaho Jake. Who says, hey guys, I will take Kingdom New Lands for my win. 
I beat Spider-Man, and I just have to say, wow, what a game and ending. It is my game of the year so far. Oh, well wow. done, sir. I'm beating the game. I uh, just pre-ordered Red Dead 2, so we will see if it beats out Spider-Man. Now for Idaho Jake's This Day in Gaming History. 2000 Formula 1 released on PlayStation and Street F- Street Fighter 3 released on Dreamcast. 2003, Tony Hawk's Underground released on all systems and Mario Pinball Land released on Game Boy Advance. 2005, Black and White 2 released on Windows. Uh, 2007, Crusader Kings Des Vault released on Windows. Uh, Deus Vault. Uh, 2010, Pokemon Rangers came out on DS. 2011, Dark Souls, Rage, and Spider-Man Edge of Time released on all consoles. Thanks, guys, and have a great day. You beat Spider-Man, and then it comes up in the the stay in gaming. Yeah, Dark Souls and Rage came out on the same day. Really? Yeah. I remember you bought... You got Rage at launch, didn't you? I didn't even hear you mention Rage. I heard Dark Souls. I think when I hear Rage, I block it out immediately. Yeah. No one liked that game but me. (laughs) yeah you are the only one that liked it (laughs) yeah at least on this show yeah Uh, i don't think it reviewed poorly i think it got average scores i think everyone expected it to be fallout like and it wasn't it was it had a similar feel worldwide it was shallower Um, rpg wise yeah yeah um when's the second rage coming out i think it's supposed to come out early next year it got pushed back okay I want. I want to say February. I'm actually really looking forward to that game. Yeah, I'm gonna take a quick look. Age two release date. Uh, Only 199 drop frames so far. That's exciting. Ooh, not bad. Q1, Q2 of 2019. Okay, Q2. One or two. Um. have a random number generator ready just in case or not just in case where oh this is a interesting thought i i that I, I should mention i wish i checked this beforehand but uh david boston said um i find puzzle games are relaxing you don't even have to have the sound for them i include peggle and the like that's interesting i never would have something like tetris that's that that's a great call <laughs> Never would have never would have thought those. Yeah. Uh, oh, I forgot to say, Johnny came up with Minecraft. Yeah, I saw Minecraft on a lot of lists too. Yep. He said, "Yeah, That's Minecraft's one. one he always goes to when he's yep. under duress." That's a good one. Uh, okay, so the last piece of feedback is from Rachel, who says, "Hey guys, I finally fired up the PS4 this past weekend after not touching it all summer." The only game I was playing since spring is Stardew Valley on the laptop. All right. Uh, I started back into the long dark and I'm instantly rehooked on the survival mode. It's so immersive and I love getting home from work, brewing a cup of coffee and just escaping into the wilderness. They updated a few things. For example, they changed how melting and boiling snow to make potable water works. Uh, the game isn't big on teaching you anything, which is something I love about it. You pretty much need to figure things out or look them up yourself. I died of thirst a couple times before I finally Googled WTF is going on. Uh, now I'm all caught up, and I like the changes because it's more realistic now. Friday the 13th is one of the free PS games this month, and I heard its multiplayer can be fun. Uh, so a few of my work friends and I are going to try to play it together. 
congrats to Dan and the fam on finding a house. I hope all the red tape and details aren't stalling things too much. A little sports talk. How about our poor Cleveland Browns finally coming up with a W? Yeah. Say what? Welcome, Baker. Uh, he's the 31st guy to play quarterback for the team since they came back in 1999. Wow. That's incredible. Isn't that a crazy stat? We lost a close one to Oakland this past week, but hey, at least we won't go winless two years in a row. Baby steps. Uh, baseball playoffs are my favorite. I'm really hoping the Indians can make another run this year. Uh, their first game is tomorrow, Friday, uh, afternoon on the road against the Astros, who are hot right now, so we will see. All right, take care, guys. Rachel in Cleveland. Ooh, so we got good to talk a lot there with sports. and Yeah, um... I don't blame you for only playing Stardew Valley all summer. That's obviously one of our favorites. Uh, The Long Dark. Corey's played that, right? Yeah, Corey loved The Long Dark. He said we should all play it. We would all really like it. I had it downloaded at some point. I was like, oh, I'm going to try this. And I just I never did Um, because one of us owns it on Steam. Me, I actually bought it when it was first announced when I was kind of into early access games. And it seems like this one actually worked out. Yeah, so you also love snow stuff, so that's yeah. right up your alley. Which is why I bought it initially. I saw snow and I was like, "Ooh, yeah." Corey, Corey spoke very highly of the Long Dark, um, and it's it's another one of those games where Corey's like, "You you guys have to play it. Just just play it." And none of us ever did, so uh, we apologize for that. What other game is it that he said just play it and we never did? There's been a few of them. Like I know Enderall, but I don't give him credit for that one. Yeah, I can't. I can't think of them off the top of my head. My brain is just a pile of mush. Mush. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So. Um. What else? Uh, Friday the Thirteenth. That's actually a, a Twitch favorite. I have never actually played that, but I know a lot of people. A lot of the people I follow on Twitch play it a lot. It uh, seems like a fun game. Mm-hmm. It's kind of got that. It's kind of that asymmetrical multiplayer thing that like um, uh, Evolve was going for. Yeah, but they pulled it off way better. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, football, Cleveland Browns, Baker Mayfield. I actually have Baker Mayfield on my fantasy team, so I am wishing nothing but the best for him. Yeah, and you know what? You guys should have beat Oakland last week. You guys got host. Big time. Heard, okay, what happened? I heard about it, but I never I never read up on it. A bad call, right? So there were two. One was um, Hyde, Carlos Hyde, the running back for the Cleveland Browns. Uh, rushed the ball with less... I don't know if it was two minutes. It was going into the two-minute warning or if it was going after. But he rushed. They gave him a first down and spotted him. And then they reviewed it with not enough evidence to say that he wouldn't cross the line of scrimmage, but removed the spot and moved him further back, didn't give him a first down. Mm-hmm. And also they strip sacked David or not David Carr, Derek Carr. He fumbled and everything, but they said um was it forward progress had happened. Oh no, they blew the play dead before he um uh, before he recovered, they recovered the fumble. And because if they blow the play dead, regardless of if they're wrong or not, that's mm-hmm. that's the rule. That stinks. Yeah, they I, should. I, they should have won that game. I feel that. I feel the pain on that. Uh, I don't know if you remember the playoffs. Was it last year? Two years ago? Was it when they were in the Cup Finals against Pittsburgh, where Colton Sissons had a goal? 
Oh yeah, the, yeah. The, because the ref lost sight of the puck, even though it was in the middle of the crease. Yeah. And wide open with no one around it, and he yep. tapped it in, but the ref lost sight of it, and they blew the play dead. It's infuriating when that happens because it's not fair. Yeah, it really isn't. Because they really they everything that happened with you know that play and the Derek Carr play, like you know, like that's they legit they had they just because the ref lost it, you know, doesn't mean the play should be so, like dead. I don't think at least I, I'm I'm confu- football rules baffle me. So was he like in a pile of people and like stopped for a split second and they blew the whistle dead? Is that what happened? He was busting through the pile. You could still see him, though, in the camera angle. And he got to, I forgot what yard line it was, and they spotted him past that and then pulled it back. But when you watch the no, camera... No, I, mean, uh, I, mean, I mean the strip sack. I'm sorry. The strip, strip sack, sack on, on their car. I honestly, because I am so blown away that they blew the play dead, I, didn't, I don't even know why they blew it dead. Oh, okay. <laughs> I know they're I, they're going like above and beyond to try to protect quarterbacks this year. I and think so, that's part of it. Yeah. Okay. So they did he like get get stopped and they just immediately blew it dead instead of like sometimes they give it a second to see if if you know the the runner is going to like break free, but they didn't do that right. Like see, I'm kind of foggy on the play now. That's all right. I mean, I was just curious if, if that happened because I'm replay just to be. I mean. Uh, the the Clay Matthews one on uh, who was it? Uh, was uh, it week two? He had a sack that they, that there was nothing he could have done, and they called him for roughing the passer. And the other team ended up winning against Green Bay. Miss, uh, well, there was the Minnesota incident, and then there was the um, I cannot remember the other. Yeah, it's a it's a tough wa- episode. Wa- Washington. Washington. Yes, that's yeah. right. It was Alex Smith. Um, yeah, no, it's a it's a bad week to try to remember things because yeah. Uh, so we we're very all over the place right now. I I don't think I've been this scatterbrained in ever. <laughs> it's been months probably since I've been this scatterbrained. It's also worth noting in that Cleveland Browns game that David Fells and David and Joku did the fusion dance. To celebrate nice. a touch, touchdown. Nice. I was watching it. I'm like, was that the fusion dance? Sure enough, I found a replay on YouTube. I'm like, it was the fusion dance. That's awesome. So cool. I'm immediately a huge fan of the Browns because of that. Yeah, I, I, I don't like uh, teams to be you know bad for a super long time. So I'm, I'm glad they at least have some some positivity there. You know, the Browns are the Browns are good. Yeah, they have a decent team. They're I've, they're they're at least decent. I don't want to say good, but right. you know they've they've got they've got a squad. They sh- they could be four and zero, but mm-hmm. they've had some bad kicker issues and unfortunate <laughs> turnovers. Sure, that's gonna happen. Yeah, because uh, I, I think back in the mind, back in the back of their minds, they're like, we we're supposed to lose these type of games. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, that's that's probably floating around in there, and I'm thinking Baker Mayfield will change that culture, though. Well, he actually he his, good. his team had nine drops in that game yeah. against the Raiders, and he said, ah, "I just gotta get the ball like to him better, you know, hit him better in the towards the face or the chest." Mm-hmm. It's like, nope, they can just catch the ball, <laughs> catch the ball like they're paid millions of dollars to do. Yep, not it's it, not always it, you. 
Yeah, it's it's one thing. I mean, you you drop passes occasionally, but nine in one game is that's a lot. Very Cleveland like. So, yeah, uh, baseball. You want to hit yeah. on baseball? Well, yeah, we actually watched the the Yankees Oakland game uh, last night in the hospital with uh, with the fam. Uh, yeah. That was exciting. Uh, Pull out baseball is awesome, and the Yankees are playing the Red Sox. So. Yeah, our family grew up uh, in Yankee country, Yankee fans. So, mm-hmm. uh, I watch baseball in a while. Uh, if the Yankees go to like the ALCS, I'll, I'll probably watch at least a little bit. But hockey's also started, so you're not gonna watch them play the Sox in the DS. <laughs> probably not. You um, heathen. <laughs> it's not because I don't want to. I just like it's it's hard to watch sports in general as it is. Baseball. Uh, my my kids don't like sports, so, so like they complain enough. Um, well, don't show them baseball because then they'll hate sports forever. Yeah, it's it's hard enough to get hockey on the TV without them freaking complaining about it. Yeah. And it's not like when we were kids when there was one TV in the whole house. Like they all have their own TV. They have their own tablets. Like there's we have a switch, two switches. It's like do something else. You don't need to complain that the living room TV has hockey on it. You, you have your slug- own TV. <laughs> You want to slug them when they complain about it. <laughs> and then, you know, like an old person does, I'm like, when I was growing up, we only had one TV and we watched whatever my parents wanted to watch. <laughs> so. uh, that's funny. That is funny. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I pay, I, you know, I'm still a Yankee fan. I also root for the Blue Jays, which is weird because you're not really supposed to because they're division rivals, but I don't really care. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'm going to be watching the Yankees play the Red Sox probably in the ALDS because as much as I don't care about baseball sometimes, I will forever hate Boston Red Sox. Oh yeah, definitely. The worst sports franchise in history of sports. (laughs) Who's, uh, who's good in the NL? Uh, Brewers, Rockies are playing each other and then it's the The Dodgers Dodgers made it again. Oh man, who are the Dodgers playing? I honestly couldn't tell you who the who the Dodgers are playing. Oh, uh, Atlanta. Oh, the, okay, the, the Braves. Braves. Yeah, gotcha. I'm actually rooting for both the Rockies and Brewers, so I'm kind of bummed they're playing. But I think I'm going to root for the Brewers in the NL. Yeah, it's nice to see someone different in there. I like Christian Yelich too, so he's the the star of that team. Nice. Okay, uh, yeah. I think that's all for Rachel's feedback, right? Mm-hmm. All right. Um, yeah, looks good. Uh, so thanks for the feedback, Tate, Jake, and Rachel. Uh, let me just do a real quick double check, make sure we didn't get anything late, uh, like we do sometimes, because I don't want to miss anybody. I feel terrible when I miss someone's feedback. Yeah, like I if miss we Cameron, miss your Cameron's feedback. If we miss your feedback, don't think we're purposely not reading it. Please keep writing. Yeah, we're just stupid. Yeah, we (laughs) are just dumb. I should say I'm stupid because I missed it. I don't Uh, even attempt to try to get the feedback, Dan. You're not stupid. Um, That's everything. We had a pond hockey thing. Ooh. From uh, Reefer? Yeah. He he was... uh, uh, it's pond hockey. I won't consider this part of Thumbstick Athlete's feedback, but I do want to read it because it's funny. Uh, pond hockey feedback. He says, Dan, outside of Boston and Toronto, that whole division is terrible. And then Reefer goes, me, dot, 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 rage. That is all. 
You know, it's funny. And, and then I wrote to him and I apologized. I'm like, I'm sorry. I always forget that the Florida teams are in that division, too. I'm yeah. still on the old division setup, and I do it all the time. It, it's funny because I heard <laughs> I heard that, and I was like, I'm not even going to say anything. You should have corrected me because I, 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 I'm still in the, like, that, that well, I, it still boggles my mind that, like, Washington is in the Metropolitan Division. With, like, I, I'm yeah. still, like, expecting that to be what, what it used to be, the South uh, Eastern Conference the South Division. South Division, yeah. I'm still so, in that mindset. Well, so here's a little, um, like, this is how my mind works. I knew you were including Tampa because a pet peeve of mine are when people call me on stuff like that because they knew what I meant, but they just wanted to call me on it just to call me on it, I find, a lot of the time uh, for those sort those types of situations. So I knew I knew you would include Tampa Bay. Yeah, you knew. So I you- just... I knew what you meant, so I was like, "Yeah, I let I let it roll." I you almost always let people roll with it, like when they misspeak and stuff, because I know they know they just they just misspoke. Yeah. So again, stupidity. Uh, but then I, I wrote to him. I was like, "I'm sorry, I forgot that I, I forget that the Florida teams are in the uh, Atlantic Division, right?" Yeah. Atlantic Metropolitan. Okay. I should know all these, but I'm still, like I said, stuck on the way that the old division set up. Wait, he wasn't pleased we both picked Tampa in the final? Well, that, he's like, that's okay. You completely made up for it when you picked Tampa <laughs> in the final. Like, yeah, I have known that. <laughs> that is that. Uh, so we have three for the game giveaway, Will. All right. I, I want to hurry and conclude this episode because, uh, knock on wood, but we haven't had the internet drop out yet. Ooh, yeah. Just, just jinxed it. So. so when I is number three? Three is Rachel. Yay! Good job, Rachel. Rachel wins again. Let me call up the game giveaway list. I gotta send Jake Kingdom New Lands. Uh, oh, come on. What? What? What happened? Okay. Can you hear Sophie meowing at me, by the way? Yes, occasionally I can. <laughs> okay, so Rachel, first game. Okay, so first game, it's one through one fifty, yeah. Through one fifty, yeah. There's a missing ones in there, but I'm not going to worry about it for now. Someday I'll compile them and. Okay, so thirty four is number one. Thirty four is thirty four is event zero. Oh, good start. Next is one twelve. One twelve is risk of rain. That's a really good one, actually. That's a good indie game. I'd kill to play that one. Uh, 80? 80 is... Expand Soundtrack Edition. I don't know what that is. Ooh, another winner. 25. 25 is Command & Conquer Red Alert 3 Uprising on Steam. Okay. And 97? 97? 97 is The Walking Dead Season 2. Rip, okay. rip, rip Telltale. In honor of Telltale. Yeah. Uh, so your choices are Event Zero, Risk of Rain, uh, 80, Expand, Soundtrack Edition. It's 25 again. Uh, Command & Conquer, Red Alert 3, Uprising on Steam. 
And then the last one is The Walking Dead Season 2. So let us know what you want. I will send that to you. I'll send the code to you via Facebook. And, uh, yeah, that's the, that's an episode. Yeah, that was uh, our comfort games. Comfort games. Uh, we didn't lose internet, which is amazing. As I say that, it's going to cut out now. Um, next week is going to be Life is Strange 2. It will be a spoiler episode. Uh, just because you really can't talk about games like that too much without spoiling things. So mm-hmm. uh, if you haven't played it and are interested, um, probably just wait on listening to the episode until we or until you play the the first first Life is Strange, Life is Strange episode. Life is Strange 2 episode 1. So And both Corey and Val, right, are going to be on it? Yes. Yep. Cool. Uh, at least that's a plan anyway. Um, Corey, you know, Corey has to play it first. You, you've got to play it first. Uh, me and Val are going to play it together. Uh, hopefully we can get to it this weekend, but if not, we'll, we'll definitely, definitely be able to play. Cause we already are like a third or halfway through it. However long the episodes are. So mm-hmm. we should be able to finish that off. No problem. So, yeah. Can't wait. Uh, that's everything for episode 376 of the thumbstick athletes podcast. I'm your host, Dan. And I'm Will. Thanks for listening and get out of my basement. <laughs>